Welcome everybody to another episode of the Reject Rundown. It's me, Tony the Kid, and this is going to be the entertainment news section of it. Entertainment subject part about it. Uh, I got my big man, Uncle Lisp, on the line. Say hi. Hi. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Why mine? Why do you got to mess up my with the show that I narrate? But okay, whatever. Uh, SG3 got on the line too as well. Say hi, SG3. Hold on, wait a minute. Before I continue, I just gotta ask. We did good for your show. Yeah, I know. Tell me the kid and I, we did good for your show. For real. For real. Okay, I'm close. Okay. What's the enthusiasm in it, man? None. I swear. You suck. No, I'm just kidding. Hi, everybody. <laughs> well, uh, got some interesting news today, guys. Let's get dive in right away. Uh, new live-action Transformers movie set for June 24th, 2022. Hopefully, all goes well with this whole coronic, coronic, uh, epidemic. I think it's chronic. Yeah. It's because it's... chronic now. Yeah, it's going to be in my nerves. Uh, <laughs> uh, Beast Wars possibly is being... Well, at the moment, it's being written by James Vanderbilt. So, we're not too sure on that June 24th time frame. Is it going to be Beast Wars or is it going to be... Uh, the sequel to Bumblebee. Um, my thought process is it's going to be the sequel to Bumblebee just because they need to continue with that storyline. I think it's a good one. Um, go for it. Streets of Rage 4 coming. Did see the trailer that SG... Um, it's actually out. It's out already? Okay. Who shared that? I did. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I forgot who it was. But yes, I'm interested in play that game. That's old school. That's old school gaming, guys. Old school gaming. If you ever want to play it. If you guys ever played it, because the original ones were crazy good. Yes, I really like the original ones. Going from, if I'm not mistaken, Sega, but also Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I really like that. Definitely an arcade game playing over at, like, any arcades back in the days. So. And the way it looks, dude, I think you can actually talk people out of the building now. Exactly. And I like it because that's exactly how the old school uh, Ninja Turtles used to play, which is even better. Yeah. So, uh, moving along, Cascade Drive-In Movie Theater may be reopening here around West Chicago. Um, I'm liking that. I think a lot of the new, a lot of the old drive-in theaters are looking to probably opening up just so that way we can go see movies. But it also gives us a good distance from other people to even have a nice gathering of some sort to just communicate. You know what I mean? Like. Um, you're still in your car, you're still distanced from the next car over, no touching, nothing like that, it's just more looking through a window, waving, and enjoying a freaking movie, and bathroom breaks. Yeah, and it makes things easier, because I hate going to movies, and like, people are talking right behind you, and you can't really pay attention, so now, while you're in your own car, you're blasting the volume up, you're like, yeah, go ahead and talk, because I can't hear y'all at all. Exactly. So I think it will be a really good setup. Actually, can we talk about two things in the movie industry? Yeah, it's like one, why are you frozen? I'm always frozen. So. <laughs> Silly. So, um, I don't know if you guys know about this, but AMC Theaters actually sent a letter out to, um, to Universal Studios, told them we're no longer going to show your movies. Which has been a big thing now. I, I saw that too as well. Um, I don't know if we talked about the last one. That's one thing I didn't add in this not, one. But this, this barely happened. <laughs> then, then this was a whole spiel of the whole Vin Diesel, you know, the whole Fast and the Furious issues going around just because 
That's the pretty much the main is, line. The issue is that Universal released the movie uh, Trolls World Tour, basically Trolls Part 2. Right. They finally came out with numbers. I guess no one had kind of speculated how much they made. They made over $100 million. Which is good. I mean, if you think about it, they kept 80% of what of $100 million, so <laughs> I think they're really happy with that. Uh, um, but I feel that they also said, well, since we made so much money going forward, we're going to look to remo- uh, release, movie the- release movies at the theaters, but also video on demand. Like, that's our target goal in the future. So I think a lot of these companies are feeling some sort of kind of way, like, well, you're taking our profit. Mm-hmm. Because now at this point, you know, you're basically taking um, food off of my employees, uh, off of my employees' families' uh, mouths. Yeah. So that's why, you know, uh, AMC decided to say, you know what, if you guys are going to do this, I know we're not going to show your movies anymore. And um, also Regal, Regal Cinemas is doing the same thing. Uh-huh. Um, also, though, I don't know how smart of a move this is because AMC is also on the verge of fighting for bankruptcy. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, not sure know, where this will play in. You know, it's the studios. Uh, with them doing that, going straight to, uh, you know, on demand. Yeah. I think that might be a smart move by them because everyone's watching it at home right now. Well, um, did you guys did you guys know that Disney came out with a movie too called Onward? Yeah, yeah, that came straight. Which to actually there. came out before Trolls World Tour, and and they actually put it on the streaming service. You could actually watch it right now on Disney Plus. Exactly, it's already set up, and even me having it, it was already a phenomenon, not necessarily a phenomenon, but people were really ecstatic on how well the movie was, and it was really talked about right after the release of it. So I don't know. I, I guess, I guess. Depending on the movie themselves, it's all relative. When it comes to movies like Onward, Trolls, you're definitely gonna get big high numbers because majority of the fam majority of the families have children under the age of ten. So when it comes comes to that, that's high numbers. And when it comes to kids, they're definitely watching it at least three or four times in a row. So you know, it's kinda it's just depending on how I guess you could say what movie you're going to want to release, but also like it just really on the timing of it. I think that's also, I don't know, maybe a thing about it, but I don't know. Well, this, um, let's play this. This is what I was telling my girl. So we were actually having a conversation about this and I told her, I'm like, if you think about it, it's a very smart move. You charge one family 20 bucks. Yeah. And it's a 48 hour rental. So you're looking at what? Families can watch it up to 10 times if they want to because the little kids? Yep. Exactly. Sure, I don't care. Go ahead. I put put um, put the Amazon Fire Stick in the TV far this away from the house. Right. Press play. <laughs> exactly. You're fine. I waste 20 bucks, but I'm giving you hours of entertainment. Knock yourself out. Go ahead. Have fun. So, and that takes away from me and see, you know, $80 charge of popcorn, soda, and all that together. That's that's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. But at this point, though, like the way I see it, man, um, I see where AMC is coming from. Like I'm looking at both sides of the spectrum. I'm looking at both the company and both the movie theaters. 
Yeah. At this point, you're going to have a lot of families, and you're just going to have a lot of people sit here and say, so you're going to tell me I have to waste gas. I have to waste time. I have to basically, because, again, Tony the Kid, you know this. You you got you got munchkins. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you got little ones. You know how long it takes you to get ready to watch a movie. Especially to take them in the mindset to get ready to watch a movie. The movie starts so, at 5. Yeah. I got to be ready at least by 2 o'clock. That's what I'm saying. saying. The best part about this is that one, you're saving yourself a lot of money just mm-hmm. by paying twenty dollars just to sit and have it there, you know? Exactly. Um you can buy with your own snacks. Oh. Yeah. You got your own snacks now. You're paying like two dollars for your own snacks and soda and everything. I mean, it's cheaper to watch at home than it is to go to the movie theater. Very cheaper. I mean at this point though, you could also get what you want. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're and I mean Honestly, again, this is not a knock on movie theaters, man. But at this point, you're also kind of like you're not you're not sitting here thinking, "Do I really want to pay for the popcorn?" Exactly. <laughs> which no, I think you don't want to pay for the popcorn. Which I think will also help with the driving movie theaters. Well, would really in a way, like that was the whole thing with driving movie theaters. You don't necessarily need to buy the food that's at the concession stands. You bring your own food in the car and you sit there and eat it however you want. And at that, man, come on, man. Like, how, how is it that you can go ahead and bring alcoholic beverages, your own self, at a cheaper price, and get up in that car and have a blast? You know, it's that's that was the whole aspect of the driving movie theaters. So that's why I'm like, hmm, it's going to be a lot better for these people to release movies at home, cheaper for us at, fa- at home itself. But it also can... Especially during a recession. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It, it can be... A, it's it's good for us being at home at the moment right now. If you just release these movies directly mainstream, let us watch it from home, and then whatever happens when everything reopens, that's up to you guys. You guys, I guess, will, you know, whatever you guys decide to do. Well, I mean, it, this is where I'm coming from, though, also as well. I don't think it's smart for Universal, I'm me, for AMC or Regal to pull out mm-hmm. of the Universal deal because you're talking they have Fast and Furious, as you said, but they also have Jurassic World. Yeah. Jurassic World is, is already in the making for uh, the third one of the Jurassic World series. Right. So now you're looking at how much money you're not going to lose. <laughs> right. Because you are basically, I, and like I said, all up in your feelings, and I, and again, I see your point. Of, I see your point of view, but at the same time, though. There's a thing you got to just bite the bullet mm-hmm. <laughs> and say, okay, you know what? We may not make what we normally make, but cool. Some profit's better than no profit. Right. That's just me. That's true. Very true. Move along. We got Dragon Ball Z coming to Netflix, hopefully soon. Not just sure with a date on it. There's not a set date, but hopefully freaking soon. Thank you, Jesus. I hope they have super. All right. Have me too. <laughs> me too. Assassin's Creed, Van Hella. If I'm not mistaken, Van Hala coming Van very Hala. soon. Uh, it is a great. I saw the trailer, did like it. It's a whole. I think the whole thesis of it is the Viking story. So, uh, good aspect to the game. Uh, the Viking stories themselves, regardless of if you put it on TV, if you put it on video gaming, it's an intriguing story. And I think for this type of game, it's perfect. So I like it. It looks good. I like the fact that one more time we're going to be able to fight on boats. Yes. I am a very big fan of the Assassin's Creed series. have been a big fan since Alta Ear going out to Ezra, going out to everybody. 
Unfortunately, I have not <laughs> I have not finished playing Origins. I still have to finish that one, and then I have to go into Odyssey. But uh, I'm very excited for Valhalla. Yeah. Um, First I like, time. I, like, I, like, I feel like it's different. It's different. It looks different. Um, I- Odyssey was the first one that I played, and I liked that one. That's I love the whole aspect of the whole world at your, like your playground. You can do whatever it is. It's it's, it's awesome. I liked it. So I didn't finish here's, here's it, but I like it. About it though. Here, here's a big here's a big aspect about it. And this is me. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a big time fan of the whole series. Have been for a while. Um, you now have double weapons. Mm-hmm. First one to do it. So bring bring it on home. <laughs> Like it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, live action Hercules movie coming uh, from Disney. I guess fans are definitely petitioning already to have Danny. Is it Danny DeVito? If I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. Danny DeVito reprises role as the little um, what's that thing animal? The Help! half goat, half goat, half man guy. So Help! I would say that would be uh, why not? If it's uh, live action, he's definitely gonna be animated. So. Why not bring I him back? He's already short. Exactly. <laughs> already short. So, why not? I think it would be perfect. Uh, Rawson Marshall Thurber said to direct that Spy vs. Spy movie. Uh, that Remember uh, from Matt TV? It's a kind of like, like a little storyline from that. The little goofs we used to watch during Matt TV. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was so, very funny, actually, in those days. Right, exactly. And they're making a movie out of it. He's going to be director. He did work on Central Intelligence and Sky, Skyscraper with The Rock, of course. So he has a good background. I think I think it's in good hands. It's going to be a pretty funny movie, I can tell you right now. Uh, It'd be funny if they have actually The Rock and Kevin Hart be the spy. spy, spy. spy. That would be if they do that. That would be even funnier. I like that. That's a good idea. Uh, now you see me. Three is in the works. So go, glad to see that. I love the series so far. Definitely a fan of that one. Uh, HBO doing Hellraiser series. That's also coming. I think it's get I think they're getting the Halloween guy, the director that did Halloween. Um he's gonna be setting up the series. So I think uh that I guess that's gonna be in good hands. Um Goosebumps, live action TV series in the works. Not sure if Nickelodeon's gonna have some type of uh connection to that, but uh thus far it's coming out live action TV series. Glad to see it's gonna make a comeback because by far one of the kind of spookiest shows I would watch at that time frame. And for it to be on daytime, still put a little uh, spookiness in my mind where you had to turn off the light and run down the freaking rooms before you get to the <laughs> other section. <laughs> so that was me. Um, anything else thus far before I move along? Or, or, uh, well, actually, something that just kind of came up. Uh, Tom Hardy is supposed to star in a new movie for Capone. I saw the trailer. By far, uh, a very interesting story. I love. I want to see that so bad. I'm I already... like how you just said a very interesting story. All right, yes. cool. I like that you had to get closer to the camera. You said it. Yeah. All right. Big time. You know, it's it gets in your mind there. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's good. I, I love. I did love. You know, Tom Hardy when he did a story for um, what movie was it where he played himself twice as twins. <clears throat> In Europe, like know. a gangster or something like that. I forgot that movie. I forgot what it's called. But... I just know him from Bane and Venom. <laughs> really? No, definitely. If you guys look at it, look out for it. It's uh, let me actually while we're talking about it right now. But uh, actually, uh, actually three. Uncle Art, Uncle Lisp, we got two big birthdays coming up. 
Whose are they? So, I guess 80-year-old today, so... Happy birthday, Rock. Happy birthday, Rock. That's right. The people's champion is the people's birthday. Um, actually, it's already passed uh, last April. Both the Joker and Catwoman turned 80 years old on the same day. Uh, I think April 25th is the time right. Happy 80-year-old birthday. That Catwoman is a hot 80-year-old birth- person. <laughs> And the Joker's crazy 80 year old men. All yeah, right, cool. That's right. <laughs> legend. There you go. Tom Hardy and Legend. Have you guys seen that? Oh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Definitely watch, definitely watch it. It's a freaking awesome movie. It's a really uh, good story. I think it's based on the, the, um, the Cray brothers. I guess they were really, really uh, big gangsters back in. I'm not mistaken in like um, Europe or Britain or something like that. Somewhere on there. They're really one of the top two gangsters. They were almost in connection with the mafia uh, back in... I forgot what time frame was that, but that was back in the day. So back in the Capone era, I would say, in that around that range. But uh, really, he played both characters. One was a, you know, I guess you could say one was like a sex boy type of guy, really a heartthrob. The other one was more of a psychopath in a psych war, got admitted, got taken out by his twin brother, and done crazy stuff. And they, they had like a good fight scene. Um, so if you guys get a chance, watch it. Good film. So, and then for I him to do that. Last time, Go ahead. Last time I saw a good movie based on Al Capone was The Untouchables. Right. And I'm actually liking this because this is all about him. And some of the stories that we never knew. I didn't ever knew. Watching the trailer, I didn't know the whole, the whole ending of Capone's life. I thought he was dead in the Rikers. Or No, he Alcatraz. died in prison, I believe. Yeah. But so, not in Alcatraz. I think he was transferred to a different prison where he died. Which, in this story, I think he dies out of that. I don't think he dies in prison. So I'm not too sure what's going on here with this story. So, interesting. Yeah. So, it, interesting, interesting. Um, I guess for the main topics, of course, today, we're going to dive into Pokemon. Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Now, yeah. this movie did come out on Netflix a little while back. But since we haven't got a chance to do the review of it, now that we're on quarantine, why not do one now? So, it's- I did see the film for sure. I don't know, Uncle Lisp, have you seen it? No, I've been busy. Right, yeah, quarantine yeah. life, busy. Okay, got it. Um, hey, SG3. Hey, I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it couldn't. Uh, was it on Netflix or what? Yes, it was. <laughs> it oh, is well, on Netflix. Just check that out. Sorry, yes. I'm sorry. The moment it came out, they gave me the big old deal. <laughs> you know, Agalis. Once it goes in one ear, definitely goes out the other. Doesn't really unless, stick. It's, unless it's anything wrestling related, Ex- it stays in that one year. Exactly, exactly. Or Batman. Or Batman. That's very true. Any, any anything of importance to him, it stays. <laughs> I, I, like, yeah, I totally understood that. Totally but, got it. <laughs> but yes, but Pokemon, the Mewtwo Strikes Back. Now, if we look back at the whole Mewtwo Strikes Back animated series that came out back in uh, two, was it was a two thousand or nineteen ninety eight. So the movie came out. In 1999. Nine. Okay. The now. series came out back in... Uh, it came out first in Japan back in 1996. In case most of you guys don't know, I'm a very huge... I'm still a very huge Pokemon fan at the age of 30, and I don't care. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's off the table. 
Um, and later on came here in the United States, like towards 1998, like towards almost the summer of it. Yep. And this was also before, um, so they kind of rushed through the show because I think from what I remember, uh, Ash hadn't hit yet the um, the Pokemon League when they finally came out with the movie. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I don't think so yet. I forgot. And I, I think I think it was when he went against the 8th gym, which was run by Team Rocket. Uh-huh. I think like a month or so later, <clears throat> that's when they finally came out with the movie. And then like later on, that's when he came out. Like he was able to go into, into the Pokemon League. Got you. Well, I mean, the first movie when it came out, uh, by that time frame, we were kind of already familiar with what was going on with Ash and the whole Pikachu thing and the connection. Um, now, when the movie did come out, uh, it was a good story, first of all, going in. Definitely kind of give you an aspect. It was a different aspect of, um, I guess, the trainers and what they can do and the importance between them and the connection with the Pokemon. You know, all in all, when it comes to having a good, proper connection between each other, you get a good understanding of the Pokemon being stronger more so than just leveled up. So... Really good. Um, Friendship. <clears throat> exactly. Friendship means everything. Mewtwo, on the other hand, definitely had a good old, you know, I'm being created. I don't like my life. What is my purpose? You know, the whole crybaby thing and doing his little stuff and wanted to clone everything that he gets his hands on, assuming that everything is stronger clone than it is in actual, I guess, humpity dump real lifestyle. Well, if so, this, this is the way that I see it. So, the way that it first came out, I feel like it introduced like an uh, an actual legendary from the beginning. When it first came out, that was like the first real introduction we had to the legendary because when the when the show first came out, you had the one you had the first episode where Ash sees kind of like a legendary, but you don't know about it. Right. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a bird. All right, people have been looking for that bird, but who was the bird? Oh, right. Um, yeah, it was Ho-Oh, actually. Oh, um, but then later on, though, when they came out with Mewtwo, it's like, oh, okay, cool. So they brought in two legends in one. Yep. Big Mew and Mewtwo. Um, and I feel that though, that as you said, you know, the whole kind of crybaby concept of, oh, you know, what am I doing here? What? Why, why am I? Why am I serving? You know, blah 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 blah. The whole thing. Um, the thing. I kind of like about it though was that if you look at it, that also led. I don't know. I don't know if when you stopped playing the game, if you ever kept, if you ever played the game. But Still if you look do. at it, that later on led into breeding in the next game that came out, which was the uh, the Johto League. Yep. So that's why I feel like this movie kind of like paved the way for a lot of things we now see in modern day Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, you know what? I like the original one. I thought, you know what? I remember. I still feel the the, the nostalgia yeah. as a, as a as a thirty year old man. Um, I still feel the same nostalgia as I watched it when I was uh, nine years, uh, nine almost ten. Uh huh. Um, at the movie theater with my parents, I still feel that same nostalgia. When I watched Evolution, though, uh-uh, I didn't. <laughs> I I totally agree. I think when it came to Evolution and watching it. It really gave, I don't know, there was something, the aspect of the movie itself was really dull. It didn't give us that, like, the oomph that it did when the, the first one came out. And I don't know if it's because of 
the the graphics possibly or but that's the thing even if it even if it was the storyline itself us watching another movie again it really for for something like the first one I can watch that twice in a row and be cool and not be bored out of it but when it came to watching the evolution I, I just it never really clicked to get an interesting you know perspective of me it really I, I kept getting losing track of where I was and my attention was easy to go in somewhere else than watching the movie itself. It was, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's how it was made or maybe the, the talking and the timing of it really was off and slow. And I feel like maybe that's probably where things kind of didn't go very right for me. I feel that this, so I watched, I watched, kind of watched the movie with my girl and you know, she was like, well, how do you feel about the movie? I'm like, I expected more. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they focus way too much just on the graphics. Mm-hmm. Netflix added like their own little spin here and there, and exactly. they did, you know they did the Netflix thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that though with with the, when they add like their little little dab of uh, salt bay salt bay on there, I feel that they actually did a, this uh, a disservice to the original movie. I feel like they took away like a lot of the chemistry, a lot of a lot of the charisma from the original movie. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like I don't know about you, but I just feel like they didn't know how to focus on the protagonist and antagonist of the movie. If you think about it, like even that one scene where Ash like dies, it wasn't sad for me <laughs> at all. It didn't hit me. It didn't hit me as it well as it did definitely in the first film, definitely. And that's the biggest scene. That's the biggest scene and the biggest takeaway from the film is that particular scene when he goes, yeah. turns into stone, Pikachu's right there crying, gets everybody crying and emotional and everything. I was an emotional wreck when that happened. It's just, oh, you, yeah. you feel it. Like, that movie made you feel it. But when it came to evolution, it was like, I didn't feel it. Like, it's just not, it's not there. Like, if I would watch it the first one again now i'm gonna feel it but when it comes to evolution i'm sorry you don't feel bad you don't feel the sorrow the pain that they're going through and it's like i don't know i don't know what it is i can't put my you know i can't like nitpick at it it's just something they might have drawn the um emotion with the characters itself could be it could be. Sometimes, uh, kind of like in reality, kind of like actors. You know, if you watch actors, if a certain actor is supposed to do a certain thing in the movie, and he kind of like dulls it out, you're not gonna feel anything for it. Right. No matter how good the scene is supposed to be, you're just gonna be like, oh, okay, cool. So if the real actor brings it out, like, you know, Al Pacino, if he did a scene. Yep. And uh, the scene was probably Al Pacino changing his diaper. You know. I'll put you to be like, all right, let's get this. Let's get the diaper going. Let's flip this baby out. You know, mother, I for you, you know? And then everyone's like, oh, crap. Al Pacino just changed the diaper. Something and like that's that. That's the thing. It's, it's the feel of uh, how you drive the emotion into the movie. I, which I think that's where it was. I think the whole, them involving the emotion aspect of it, I feel like they lost touch of it when it came to evolution. Definitely compared right. to Mewtwo. Um, to, definitely compared to the first film, the emotion aspect of it—it it just was not there. They lost it, in my opinion. Like I said, I think they just focus way too much on the graphics. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, don't don't get me wrong. The graphics was great. It was it looked good. Modern day type of Pokemon movie, if it were to come out um, on a, on the movie on the Netflix set like that, like not it didn't um, it didn't shine me of disappointment there. But when it came to the aspect of like the the emotional aspect of it, that's where I think they failed. I felt like they did focus too much on the graphics, which I agree with you. I emotional timing, everything. <laughs> But yeah, everything. To be honest, like it just really went dull. Well, like sad, I, sad I to say, me personally, this is just me. But uh, again, my girl, she asked me. She's like, "So, like, can you say?" Because I originally told her, I'm like, you know what? Because like, if this is really good, like, I'm gonna have like when we have kids, I'm gonna have my kids watch like watch this movie because yeah. it's basically almost as good as the first one. Um, and now she's like, "Do you still have the same time?" I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. At this point right now, I'd rather show them the first one. First, yeah, and let it be. Dude, even make even, sure they have the box of tissues, though. <laughs> even the even the uh, Detective Pikachu, even that was a little more emotion in that compared to anything, and that was live action a little bit, a little mixture of both. Actually, uh, my, uh, that was actually my girl's first like taste of Pokemon, um, and even she was like, "I'm not a fan of it, but this is actually interesting." I was like. Oh. It there, works. There you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to get the right movie to give it that oof, nice little interest in it. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's my intake on that one. Uh, Any final thoughts, SG3? At this point, man, um, to the people who have not seen the original, um, to have not seen the original, <clears throat> excuse me, Pokemon movie, there. if you have like an Amazon Fire Stick on your iPhone, iPad, whatever, Look up an app called Pokemon TV. It's completely free. Uh, completely free app. Trust me, I know about this. I actually I use it myself. <laughs> um, and you can actually watch the original movie, and then you will see what me and Tony the Kid are talking about when it comes to that actual like emotional connection that you feel. Exactly. Um, so that's me. I think though, I'm excited for Capone. I'm excited for Valhalla. Yep. And I definitely still have to beat the uh, the other two Assassin's Creed. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a sinner on that part. Um, <laughs> that's all I got to say, guys. <laughs> Uh, Uncle Lisp, what you got? Any final thoughts? Yeah, uh, happy birthday, Rock, once again. Happy birthday, Joker. Happy birthday, Robin. And happy birthday, Catwoman. That's all. Sorry, Tony Kiss. Take it away. I like how he said, and happy birthday, Catwoman. Oh, like, <laughs> that was good. That was good. It sounded like Alice in Wonderland. It sounded like the guy's having party. Happy birthday. <laughs> but agreed. Uh, definitely have birthdays. The Rock, especially Catwoman. Uh, I was gonna say Penguin, but not yet. Robin. Robin. Joker. Joker. Definitely mm-hmm. fan favorites. Uh, like Esther Three said, I'm a, I'm very excited to see Capone come out. I want. I'm anticipated for that film. Definitely anticipated for uh the Assassin's Creed for sure. That's another one. Hala, um, hala. Definitely <laughs> want to to Rage Four. Yeah, that that too as well. I want to play that and definitely want to look at either both of them for sure to see how they are. Um, and I think we can actually play that online, like multiplayer. So could, definitely, it might be something we gotta look into. Definitely gotta look into that. So that maybe you can see the rejects play some games, baby. So I think we'll be good. I think we'll be good. Uh, other than that, no, that's it. Uh, definitely, don't forget to catch us on Reject Rundown for sure. Um, so glad to see you guys. Definitely on to the next show. So talk to y'all later. Peace.